everyone. Welcome to Nonprofit Hub Radio. I'm your host, Katie Apple. Each week, I get the opportunity to talk to nonprofit leaders, influencers, and changemakers. We cover it all from fundraising to marketing to building the teams that cause the change. Each episode of Nonprofit Hub Radio is designed to give you, our listener, ideas and inspiration. We want you to grow your own nonprofit sector savvy as well as grow the organizations where you serve and lead. Today's episode is sponsored by HubSpot for nonprofits, offering 40% off of HubSpot's Pro Plus products for eligible nonprofit organizations. Get the tool that nonprofits like Greenpeace, First Robotics, and Ignite National use to scale their marketing, improve search engine optimization, simplify reporting, and engage core audiences all in one place. Learn more at HubSpot.com nonprofits. That's HubSpot.com nonprofits. Now here's Delaney Mullenix with today's guest, Ksenia Kristova. Hello, everyone. I'm with Kazinia Kristova, co-founder and CEO at Shortage. We're going to dig into the importance of in-kind donations. But first, I want for you all to meet Kazinia and to hear more about her story and passion behind this place for everyone to donate requested goods to nonprofit organizations. Welcome, Kazinia. We're so excited to have you. Um, Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background and how you help nonprofits? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm happy to be here today. And thank you, Nonprofit Hub, for this possibility to tell my story today. Um, if you don't mind, I just wanted to share with you my short story and then, yeah, we just can continue our conversation. Um, uh, you know, I'm originally from Ukraine and I moved a year ago to the San Francisco to the United States. And, um, you know, what is going on right now in my country, there is a war there and Russia attacked my country. And we started with my close friends, we started looking for an opportunity, how we can use our personal skills to help people in our country, how we can help. And we started to think how we can help and what we can do. So we started to reach out to charities in Ukraine and ask them what we can do, how we can help you. And they shared with us that there is a shortage of a lot of needed supplies in Ukraine right now because of the war and everything what is going on around our country. So we decided that maybe we just need to, at the beginning, to open the real needs of these charities and show people abroad what is really needed. So this is how shortageua.com appeared. You can check this website. Uh, it's um, It works and still the team of volunteers, we uh, promote it and we are trying to attract more and more people to support Ukraine and people in Ukraine this day. So, uh, if some of my like team right now hearing us, I would love to say thank you to them that they supported me in this initiative. And yeah, today I would love to share more stories about this product and yeah, everything what is going on around it. Yes, it was so nice to meet you last week. And I, I myself, I think in-kind donations are really interesting. And I think sometimes the conversation around them and how best to... Um, attracting kind donations that your nonprofit actually needs is something that 
isn't being done super well. I've seen a lot of like outdated methods for how nonprofits are communicating with their donors about what they need. And I think it kind of creates some barriers to both the organization, but also the donor as to how they can be as useful as possible. Um, and backtracking a little bit, Ksenia, you said that you moved from Ukraine just a few years ago to San Francisco, but I feel like there was a ton of conversation around the war in Ukraine. And just because I know that not everyone stays as up to date um, on news outlets, like including myself, I will admit that I don't. Um, what is happening now in Ukraine and what are nonprofits still in need of? Um, you know, uh, I don't think that it's just impossible to be prepared for war or any, I don't know, even natural disaster. So, Right now, it's like eight months of the war in our country, and still we need a lot of specific stuff. Uh, you can like open shortage.com and see the full list of what is, what is needed right now. For example, we started to collect used laptops for ch children who still stay close to the front line and they definitely need to continue their study and they need to do this remotely. So we wanted to help them somehow to be in touch with their teachers and to be like in, like connected with all the world around them. So, you know, um, with this laptops, it's really interesting story. I think it's not, it's not a, just about education it's also about like a mental health for these children because it's really important for them to stay in touch with their friends with their relatives because right now a lot of families they separated some people like a lot of people they had to leave their houses so uh, there is still a lack of a lot of needed stuff in Ukraine and there are a lot of organizations all over the world that support Ukraine now and we are like we're grateful for this and we feel this support. We feel the support from the people here in the United States. For example, in San Francisco, everywhere I see Ukrainian flags and for me it's like a mm -hmm. sign that people People know the truth and they support Ukraine and they want to show like that the, the human life is the, the most important value. So mm -hmm. we definitely need to, to help to save more and more lives in Ukraine right mm -hmm. now. To be honest, it, it's hard for me to even discuss this. And it's even hard to imagine that even right now, there is no safe place in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. So people, uh, they have to, they have to leave their houses, they have to leave their relatives, they have to move to another country or like um, change place in, inside the Ukraine. So it's really, um, it's tough mm -hmm. time for all the Ukrainians, even if you're abroad. Uh, you feel this like guilt that you are right now in a safe place and mm -hmm. your close friends, your family, they're like inside the country. Yeah. And I know you talked about a few of the things that, that people are needing over in Ukraine. How can um, 
in-kind donations of goods give these donors a better understanding of the real needs that are happening, whether it's in Ukraine or other nonprofits that are using shortage? Um, you know, this was our like first goal, and this is how the idea came up that we just need to show what nonprofits really need. So there is no like open list of needs. And for donors, it's really important to understand uh, how even these monetary donations will be used uh, because um, they can start to imagine how these items will be used. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of stories from our donors uh, at Shoreage that, for example, some guy, he like painted Ukrainian flag on a, um, armor plates so they wanted to be like connected with people they support. One guy from the United States, he also bought radio stations and he left a short note like for somebody in Ukraine who will use this stuff. So it def definitely gives more like connection between people who want to help and people who uh, like will, be, will use these items. Mm -hmm. One of the first ways I ever got involved in donating was through like food drives. So we would have like events through our elementary school or our middle school and the like the ability to enter the event or like your or access into the event was if you brought like canned goods or if you brought like rolls of toilet paper or paper towel or something like that. And then they would use this as like a drive to to donate to nonprofits. So like in kind was definitely my first actual experience with donating anything. Um for those, for some people listening who might not know exactly what an in-kind donation means um, and maybe just the breadth of, of what that can mean, in your own words, what is an in-kind donation and how can they just, how can they be just as useful for nonprofits as cash gifts? Because I know there are two, at least two different kinds of in-kind donations. Yeah. So in-kind donation cover not only like goods, but also your time. So if you wanted to donate your time, it's also included in this in-kind donations. And it's still like there is, uh, there are three ways, like top three ways how people prefer to make a difference and donating items, donating uh, food, donating clothes is still in the first place. So uh, they like this way because they think that it's more transparent mm. firstly they can imagine how the stuff will be used and the uh, and second like uh, secondly they also can receive some photos or videos of their impact mm -hmm. how people really use this stuff Hi, this is Kevin Burgess, the editor of the Nonprofit Hub podcast, and I want to tell you about today's sponsor, HubSpot. HubSpot isn't just a set of powerful tools. It's what one nonprofit executive likens to an iPhone, because it just works. If your nonprofit wants to scale marketing efforts, improve your website, and engage donors, volunteers, and other core audiences all in one place, HubSpot might be the best all-in-one solution for your organization. With tools like a drag-and-drop website editor, easy-to-use landing pages, and out-of-the-box forms to help you grow your email list and segment audiences. HubSpot makes expanding your nonprofit's reach simple and reliable. 
Learn more about HubSpot's nonprofit program and find out if your organization is eligible for a 40% discount on Pro Plus products at HubSpot.com slash nonprofits. That's HubSpot.com slash nonprofits. Now let's get back to Delaney and the rest of her conversation with Ksenia Kristova. We talked about like how tangible it is and how when you can see something changing, um, it's a little bit different than than when you provide cash and you don't necessarily know exactly where that's going or how that's moving. So, um, and we talked a little bit about this, that not every donor wants to give money. Some people who wouldn't donate $2,000 in cash to your organization might buy your organization $2,000 worth of in-kind goods. And that's still saving your organization $2,000 worth of expenses, especially if you're getting things that you really need that you would have spent money on anyways. This is true. And, you know, this is how the idea to scale and um, take this core product of Shortage UA that we started like with volunteering team and to expand it beyond helping Ukrainian family appeared. We started to receive um, feedback from our donors who donated to shortageua.com and they like send us an emails that they really love this way when they see the open list of needs and they have possibility to buy something or to deliver something using our services. So we decided that we definitely need to improve our experience with Shortage UA and to give people possibility, donate tangible goods to charities like in every state in the United States or even abroad yeah, mm-hmm. in other countries. Yeah. And I want to dive more into into shortage and what exactly that is. And I know when when you and I first met, I kind of I didn't make a joke and it really actually put it into perspective for me. But shortage is like a wedding registry for nonprofits. (laughs) So you can like add things to your registry as a nonprofit organization and then people can buy it um, like in real time and have it shipped directly to you. Like there's options for shipping and how to get that thing to that nonprofit organization. Um, and so that just really kind of like boiled the concept down for me. Um, and I also thought it was interesting when I was looking at your guys' website that there's a couple different audiences that you're speaking to. And one of them is corporations. And I did some, did some digging around on the internet around the topic. And it's something that I wasn't aware of. But according to the Stanford Social Innovation Review, the vast majority of corporate support is actually in-kind donations, not cash. And is this something that you have seen to be true? And and why are you speaking to that demographic, that corporation audience? Um, yeah, you know, I think that for corporate segment, they also see this uh, as more trustable way. So, for example, we had experience with shortage. So we we build this plot platform for individuals. So uh, the main user is individual donor, but then. Uh, corporate segment like different laboratories or like um, companies from IT segment they started to text us and they started to text us that uh, hi guys we have this medical stuff what, uh, what for example what now we Ukrainian organization need here in the United States so how can we deliver this to their warehouse please just give us an instruction so and for them um, it's easier to cover this volume of requests. 
but still they need to have this open source where they can check what is really needed you know so um, um for example with the with this campaign when we started to collect used laptops also uh, Autodesk company, I believe you know this company. They also they also texted to us and they shared that they're ready to donate these used laptops because they have it in the office. So um, we started to think that maybe on shortage, um, like on this version two, we definitely to need to uh, add this cor- corporate um, tab just to give them possibility to reach out to us and maybe they can cover some requests of the nonprofit organization and of, yeah, and they will be interested to do this and to even use the use this for their um PR campaigns or something like this because mm-hmm. they wanted to show that they're social responsible companies mm-hmm. and they are ready to support their community and people around them too. Yeah. yeah. We also uh, had one more story. Um, like company called CloudBets, they're located in San Diego, their headquarters, but they have like their employees all everywhere around the world, including Ukraine too. So they, if I'm not mistaken, they have 16 employees there. And they uh, texted to Shortage UA and proposed that they will use our portal to gather humanitarian aid inside their company. So they involve their own employees to donate stuff and send this to help people in Ukraine. So yeah, this is why we decided that definitely we need to contact with corporate segment too and involve them in this process. But still individual donor uh, is our main user and we wanted to give them seamless um, tool to send um, tangible goods to nonprofits. Mm -hmm. Out of all of the ways that nonprofits ask for and communicate about in-kind donations, um, I think I mentioned with you when we first met that some local charities that are in that are in the West Michigan region will have a website page that is kind of just like the static web page that kind of outlines things that our like homeless shelter frequently needs, but it's not like real time. It's not being updated. So sometimes they get like mass donations of things that they have enough of already, or they're really missing specific items. And then you see, you know, like last minute emails that are like, we're we're completely out of, you know, toothpaste or toothbrushes. Um, In, you know, other ways that I think of that people collect things, food drives through third parties, like the United Way. I know that the United Way does a lot of like organizing around drives and things like that, but how are tools like shortage a better way to get in-kind support? Yeah, we definitely want to exclude such a situation that you described. And we want to show like people what is needed right now. And we wanted to show them like a deadline for each campaign too, because it's it's critical and it's important. We don't want a, a nonprofit organization receive some chunk, you know, from the Arctic if they uh, if they don't request this, uh, it's not about like use clothes or use furniture, only if they really need this stuff. It's mm-hmm. more about some specific um, things that is critically needed right now and shortage can help them to cover this. And also we will show this 
progress to donors to help them to understand how fast they need to close, for example, this campaign and how fast they need to uh, involve in this process to help nonprofit and then nonprofit organization help people in need like at the same moment. Mm-hmm. So we we definitely don't wanna um, we wanted to avoid this problem that sometimes people send junk to charities and then they don't know what to do with this and they started to find a way how to how to deal with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one bit of good news for the nonprofit sector that you'd like to share today? Uh, I think the first news is this tool like shortage, it's free based. So you can contact me and we will create your unique page that you can use in your campaigns. This is the first good news. And second good news that Shortage wanted to help you to cover your requests as fast as possible. So we are ready to launch like cross promo campaigns together with you um, to help you cover your real needs right now. So just contact me. Would love to tell you more about Shortage, show how it works, make a demo. Just, yeah, just let me know. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us, Ksenia. It was so nice meeting you and I'm so glad that you got to share more about Shortage with everyone else. And um, we'll be sure to share more links and resources to everything that she talked about today so that more nonprofits can start taking advantage of that. Yeah. I would love to tell you more. Please contact me. I have a lot of stories like related to tangible goods donations. So we'd love to share with you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. And thank you, Nonprofit Hub, one more time that you invited me to this podcast. Yes, absolutely. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for joining us for another Nonprofit Hub Radio podcast. I hope you're feeling a bit more inspired and encouraged. Keep that momentum going by checking out the free nonprofit professional development resources at nonprofithub.org. Also, if you really want to catch some momentum, join us at Cause Camp. We'll be at Cedar Point Amusement Park in Sandusky, Ohio this September. Forbes has named Cause Camp a must-attend event for nonprofit professionals, and I couldn't agree more. More details can be found at www.cause.camp.